0: Righteous. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Well, going to another different... This is, this is our anniversary Sunday, so we're just going to have some fun today. How about that? Yes. I'm already getting some things, man. We're flowing on. Anybody... Uh, we wanted to just go ahead and hurry up and let the musicians go. Amen. But um, there's... Uh, Go ahead and uh, give. I've got a ton of announcements to make. Okay, Um, if you're with us for the first time, um, you're with us on our anniversary Sunday. We started on a Thursday night, Hotel Acres, as I said, May thirty first, nineteen eighty four. I was three years old, and um, and this year, it doesn't always happen. But this year happens to be the the 31st fell on the exact day that we started, on Thursday. Which means our first Sunday in Hodel Acres was June 3rd. Which is today. So it's special. Amen. And uh, I try to start teaching on the gifts of the Spirit. And we'll see how far we go with it today. I've been really stirred up and, and as I've been meditating on the gifts of the Spirit, uh, it's it's they're starting to manifest, and the Bible uh, uh, says that we should desire passionately the best gifts, and the best gifts is whatever is needed at the time. And I, I love, don't you love the Holy Spirit? And because I began talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the New Covenant. And now uh, I'm trying to start the gifts of the Spirit. And he's so wonderful because he knows every need that's here. It's it's just awesome. And it's it's wonderful to know, like last week, I called out by the Spirit of God um, through a word of knowledge, which maybe we'll get to today. But uh, people who had lower back issues. And There were several people that, that came up, had lower back issues. Anybody that came up here that uh, you no longer have those issues, that you you were healed, you got your manifestations, anybody there, uh, stand up. Awesome. What happened? Hold on, let's get the mic. I want, I want, to, I want to hear this.
1: So last Sunday, after, well, during the prayer and after, I told Doug I had this warm sensation. Just, um, yeah, I've had that before when we've talked about healing. And uh, it just lasted all day. Um, and this was not like a total, the pain wasn't instantly gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yet that tingle was there at the same time. When did that
0: tingle start?
1: While we were praying. Okay. And um, it seems it seems like each day now I keep confessing um, what I want in my back. And when you talked mm-hmm. about um, seeing Jesus on yes. the cross with your, mm-hmm. I've kept that image in my head and made a point to speak more because I tend to not when I have quiet time and the kids aren't awake yet or whatever, mm-hmm. I just stay quiet. <laughs> so I've been trying to speak more, um, and. Not only each day has it gotten better. Um, I slept on the ground in a tent that night and was fine. Mm. I painted three rooms in my house and am fine. I've never painted even one room without being sore, just all over sore. Mm. I feel great. So
0: praise God, and
1: it's been seven years. You know,
0: wow. Praise God, Amen. Let's give God praise for that. Isn't awesome?
2: Well, I'm a hairstylist, so like the way the chair is elevated, sometimes I don't have it lifted all the way up, so I'm bending over, and I can feel that tension, but this whole week, I worked yesterday like nine hours, and it was fine. My back wasn't hurting at all, so I know God's equipped me, and I learned in school how to adjust it in my ergonomics, so I just applied it this week.
0: Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen amen praise God okay anybody else get manifestation last week okay all right any other testimonies praise report this is vision sunday anniversary Sunday anything special that you you've received since uh, get uh, melanie uh Anybody receive any, anything that you, want, that you want to share and testify about that, uh, that this ministry has done for you over the years?
2: Um, I just want to give my testimony. A lot of you know that my husband passed almost two years ago.
0: That's W.R. Sanders, our, our um, guitar player. My goodness, man, I think about him often.
2: with the Ruth effect and the, the widow of Zarefax I didn't have I didn't think I had anything after I lost them but the church was a blessing to me and I thank God for that and I took what the church gave me and I said Lord I'm giving all to you I'm giving everything I have because I have nothing else and God gave me a plan, what to do with my money, mm-hmm. and how to be a blessing. Because the same thing that the the widow of Zarephath she went to Elijah, Elisha, and Act told him that uh, her husband was uh, a, a man of God, and uh, he left her, you know, in debt. Mm-hmm. So she, so the man of God told her, go to your house, what you have in your house, and take it and sell what, what you got so I had some money left over and what I did was I got a plan I said well Lord I'm going to give you this much because I don't have I have nothing else so I'm going to give it to you yeah. and I had a plan I'm going to give so much to the church I'm going to give so much and I'm going to depend on you if, I, if, if my bank account get low my bank account have nothing I'm going to still give it to you so, for two years, I've been doing this, and I have not lacked anything.
0: Mm.
2: I have wow. moved, and my sons moved me in a house out north. I don't pay rent, but I live in that house. Mm-hmm. My son, he, he, he has blessed my children to, I mean, and I drive a car, I don't pay the note, and I don't pay the insurance but I drive that car (laughs) Um, I I travel and then this time uh, I was listening to a message and it was talking about driving I mean flying first class I never flow first class but sometimes I wonder how would that feel to fly first class so my son wanted me to come and visit him for the summer so I'll be in in in, uh, uh, Seattle Washington flying in Seattle Washington uh, a hundred, uh, no, uh, an hour away from Seattle, Bellingham. So y'all pray for me. But I'm going first class. But I just want to say this ministry, you know, started me to just give my all. And sometimes uh, God tests you. He tests you wherever your heart is. He tests you. So my heart is not in my money because I'm going to tell you, I've been living off of half of my income. And I've been giving most of my income. But I've been living off half, half of my income, and I have not lacked for nothing. And it looked like it was getting low, but something happened. God, do any kind of way he do it, he did it. I did not lack. And I just want to thank God. I want, want to get that testimony. And I thank mm. God for this ministry.
0: Praise, Praise God. God. That's so awesome. Thank you, Melanie. And her son, I want to give just... just I love when children honor their parents, and her son sent for her, sent her not just an airplane ticket, but a first-class ticket for her to come, and spend uh, about four weeks? Two. We can't let you stay (laughs) that long. Go ahead she trusts in God and do what God uh, tells her to do, you know um, I want to say something about, about that story because sometimes preachers really uh, abuse that, talking about yeah, that the widow woman, you know she gave the man of God her last you know, and they use that and, and, and see but what, what they miss about that uh, Minister Tracy you know what they miss about that that the Lord had already commanded that woman to sustain him. The Lord commanded that woman, and Elijah was led to her, the Lord had already spoke to her. And what I believe with, with, with our vision, with our partnership, um, is that we'll be able to, uh, I mean, I believe that you the Lord will I believe have already dealt with your heart. And if he didn't then it's cool. Because you can't we can't charge you for the gospel. The gospel is free. But the pipeline costs money. Okay. And Sometimes you know, just to be real, it's like when you say, "Well, why the musicians? Why do they split?" Well, it it, it costs money to get musicians to stay. It's like, I mean, that's just the reality of it. And I, I didn't, you know, mean to try. I'm not when I try to throw them under the bus or nothing, but they, you know, that they have an amount that that they typically get. Okay. And if we don't pay it, some other church will pay it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, it's just a matter of, you know, and and they, you know, they're worthy of their hire. Okay? So, well, Pastor, I think they should stay and hear the word. Well, I'd like for them to do that too. But we pay them to come here no matter what you think about that. because I, I just like live music. Now we can put the tracks up there. And, you know, I'm, I'm that close to doing it. Because the tracks will stay to the end. <laughs> you know what tracks are. You put the music up there and the uh, singers will sing to it. Okay. And we can do that. And, you know, in my times of frustration... Uh, you know, I'm like, okay, forget this stuff. So anyway, um, thank you for, for your support. Let's get into some word. I, 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 you know, it's, it's getting late, but this is special. This is our anniversary, so I'm just having fun today. But let's get started, at least introduce this. Um, why don't you go ahead and let's dive right into 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The Bible See, God, God does not want us to be ignorant of spiritual gifts. And we laid a foundation talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit under the new covenant. Say the new covenant. We're, we're, we're under a new covenant. And the, the Holy Spirit is in us how long? Forever. And see, it's important that, that we, we, we have that foundation laid before we dive into the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Because they are not your gifts they're not my gifts. They don't belong to any particular minister. They are gifts of the Spirit. The Bible does not want us to be ignorant of uh, spiritual gifts. And actually, the word gifts, as you can see there, is italicized, meaning it wasn't in the, in the original. So it actually talks, is talking about concerning, in the original it reads, concerning spirituals, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Well, what does that mean? Concerning concerning things pertaining to and of the Holy Spirit. Because what he's going to get into is not just spiritual gifts or what I like to refer to them as manifestations, which is uh, another word. It's all right to call them gifts. Um, For discussion's sake, we call them gifts. But they're also referred to, as we'll see later in the scripture, as manifestations of the Spirit. So, in this chapter, actually, what's commonly referred to as the love chapter, chapter 13, is actually a gifts chapter. Because, I don't know if you noticed, but 13 is in between 12 and 14. And so, he's talking about he doesn't really change the subject in chapter 13 he's talking about gifts and ministries of the holy spirit in chapter 12 chapter 13 and chapter 14 now it's very clear that the bible does not that god god does not want us ignorant of spiritual gifts because he says it right here right concerning spiritual gifts or things pretending to and of the Holy Spirit, I do not want you to be ignorant. Okay, next verse. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Now, let me say something real quick about Give you a backdrop. Who he's talking to is the Corinthian church. Who was a wild and crazy bunch. I mean, they they were they were buck wild. In fact, let me read something to you from First Corinthians. Paul gave great grace to this church. I mean, he ministered more grace to this church than any other church. But they were the wildest. But see, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. God doesn't condone sin, but God gives grace where there's sin. And in chapter 5, just to give you a little idea of how wild this church was. Paul said, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you. And such sexual immorality as is not even named among the Gentiles, that a man has his father's wife. Okay, now that's pretty wild. He said, it's not even named among the Gentiles. Let me look at this for a moment. Another translation. Hallelujah. I got a text here from Mike Pope, who's watching us online. So, you and Carla are the best. You have made a great difference in our lives. The Pope Five, now you got to listen when the Pope talks. <laughs> the Pope Five are catching you online today. Tell Carla we love you too so much, Carla. He loves us so much. I said, summon millionaires, Mike and Don Pope. You didn't know I was going to read you online, but I did. Can I read you online? Is that okay to read your text message to me? Amen. (laughs) Amen. So, okay. And while I'm looking that up, well, I'll come to that in a minute. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans. For a man has his father's wife through sleeping with his father's wife. <laughs> okay. Now, I, there's a point to this. Now, in 1 Corinthians 1 7. It says that they come short in no gift. Now, how how do you reconcile that? Because these, these gifts are not dependent upon your behavior. This was the wildest church. They buck wild. But yet they came short in no gift. Because these, these gifts didn't belong to them. These are gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit flow through you. They don't belong to you. Amen. So when people, over the years I hear people talking well, I got this gift and I got that gift. And I got, you ain't got no gift. When it comes to the, 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 the gifts of the Holy Spirit, they're not yours. They are manifestations. We're going to see that. They're manifestations of The Spirit, God. I mean, I mean, Paul gave more grace to this church than any other church. Okay, God didn't condone their sin, but yet grace was given to these people. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He told them one time. He said, "Don't you know? Now this is this is what happens. This is what you do when people are in sin. You don't preach sinning, because." When you preach sinning, it's going to produce more sin. Because the, the strength of the sin is the law. When you throw thou shalt not on people, they're just going to sin more. Romans says it stirs up uh, uh, the, what the law does. When you throw the law at people, you're killing them slowly. When the law is preached, it, it's, it's the letter. And the, and the Bible says the letter, the law, it kills. But the Spirit gives life it, it, it caused the, the law the ministry of death the ministry, it caused the law the ministry of condemnation so how do you deal with people when they're in this kind of um, sexual uh, mess and immorality well Paul said you know how he dealt with it he pointed them to their identity and that's what I encourage you to do with your children I can't tell you what to do I'm a guide I'm not a dictator I'm a guide, and I want to help you with your children. And what you do is, when they're messing up, point them to who they are. Tell them that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You want what Jesus wants. You don't throw the, throw the law at them. If you don't do this, you're going to become that. You're going to end up like that. Don't talk to them like that. You know they're not going to end up like nothing. They, they are going to end up how they started, the righteousness of God in Christ. Tell them who they are. What Paul did to these people who were in sexual immorality, you know what he told them? He said, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? He doesn't stop that Sin it. <laughs> he told them who they were. You're a new creation in Christ. You want, say, I want what Jesus wants. You do. Because in your spirit, you're just like Jesus. Hmm. You know what else he told him? In, in Corinthians, he said, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. How many of you are joined to the Lord? You're one spirit with him. See, one-third of you is 100% wall-to-wall God. My goodness, man. Man, if we can get this message to the world. See, the issue with these kids, see, see, it's the simple. I love how Paul puts this. He talks about the simplicity of the gospel. See, to the world, it's foolishness. And this is a perfect example of this. In the school shootings, as terrible as, as that is, and, and our hearts go out to the families who have lost loved ones. But when, when you ask me, well, 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 what's the solution? Jesus. Uh, see, when, when you don't have him, you've got to go to natural. There are no natural uh, you, how many of you know there's so many, much disagreement on gun control and all this kind of stuff, and I'm just, I'm just so happy to present Jesus to people because if we can get Jesus to, the, to, to these children and to the parents who are training these children or not training these children or just letting them go or, or whatever, if we, can give, if we can bring Jesus to families because it's a love issue. You know, know, Tina talked about, you know, what love got to do with everything. Because, see, when you understand how much God loves you, you're going to love yourself, and you're going to love others. My goodness. Do you you know how you're filled with all the fullness of God? Man, I love this in Ephesians. Ephesians. We'll get back to the gifts, maybe. But see, love's got, to, got everything to do with it. See, we need to know that the Father loves us. I've missed this for so many years, but Scripture's like this. See, it's not about your love for God. It's about His love for you. Hearing His love, not that we love God, but that He loved us. See, you can't even love yourself until you... Because I hear people, they start at the wrong place. I heard a preacher talk about, well, you've got to love yourself. And when you love yourself, in order to love others, you need to love yourself. Well, that's partly true. But you've got to back it up. Before you can love yourself, you have to know that the Father loves you unconditionally, that you're, you're not guilty. The more and more, man, I'm understanding about the finished work, I'm seeing it. I I love giving people the pure gospel, and I see the scales. I'm literally, I'm I'm in a a Bible study right now that I'm leading, and I'm literally seeing the chains fall off of people. People that are ridden with guilt. Guilty about that the devil's been beating them up with shame and, and guilt and condemnation and just seeing that. It's just a beautiful thing. One lady left the Bible study. She couldn't even talk. She said, I just can't. She's trying to explain how blessed she's been getting from receiving this word. She's like, I just, I, I just got to go. She just had to leave because she just couldn't even put it in the word. I knew without her verbally saying anything, I knew what I knew what she was getting, and it was blessing me. Her <laughs> her inability to speak was blessing me. So that's the power of this gospel. We're on anniversary Sunday, so let me just let me just testify a little bit. Um, the the host of of the Bible study we're doing in a, in a home told me that. There's a person that told me that uh, to tell you they have a business. They were um, getting laid off from their job. Somebody was eliminating their, their job position. And they didn't know what they were going to do. And they came to Summit once or twice. But they got something here. Just passing through. And I don't even know if they walked down the street. They said, tell and tell Pastor Al, they got a multi-million-dollar financial company right now out in Leo somewhere. They said, "Tell Pastor Al that we would not have this if it wasn't for him." I see, isn't this, but it's not me; it's Jesus. But that's what we do. See, I only have one message. I talk about a lot of things, but I only have one message: Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We had a lady in this, in this Bible school group we have in the Supernatural. The gifts of the Spirit are happening. She was having knee issues a few weeks ago. This is a, this is a lady who, um, hungry, I love hungry people. And they don't come to this Bible study because it's Thursday. One of them said, can we have this twice a week? This lady, I gave her, uh, I just mentioned, I didn't give a book assignment. I just mentioned uh, Joyce Meyer's daughter's book, Sandra McCollum. I tried till I almost died. And Joyce Meyer's daughter, she was, she's friends of ours, Carl and I is now. And she's just a wonderful person. And she, she just was trying to be a good Christian. Quit trying to be a good Christian. Because that will wear you out. Just look at Jesus and receive his love for you. And just bask in his love and rest in him, rest in his finished work. Man, she just said, like, I quit. She just quit. She got to the point where she's trying to be a good Christian. She's like, I just quit. What happened? She came to the end of herself. I can't do this anymore. It's too much because it's stop. And then she came face to face with grace and the finished work. like I don't have to do all this stuff to be accepted by God. He already accepts me. God is already satisfied with me. God is already pleased with me. Do you know, as you sit there, God is already pleased with you. You don't have to do another thing. You don't have to do anything to get God to to, 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 to be pleased with you. He's already pleased with you. He already loves you as much as he'll ever love you. And there's nothing you can do to get God to love you anymore. There's nothing you can do to get God to love you any less. I mentioned that book, and I mentioned a book by Joseph Prince, Destined to Rain, which uh, I encourage people to read, and it just sits there. I had two copies that just sit there in the bookstore here. man. And, and I, 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 I just mentioned I didn't ask her to read the book. I just, I just mentioned these books. She'd write it down. One week later, she comes back to the Bible study. She says, um, I read. That's, that's my sister-in-law right there. So, <laughs> there is something to repeat. <laughs> you need to, uh, tell to tell people about the finished work of Jesus. <laughs> what was I talking about before I was in the Okay, so I mentioned those books. One week later, she came back, she said, I read both of those books. I said, What? She had ordered, in, in a seven-day period, she had ordered and read both of those books. Man, I'm telling you. And she's getting a hold of it. She said, it's like I've got to read my Bible. She was raised seven-day Adventist. She said, I've I, I got to read my Bible all over again. She's having knee problems. So she, could, she, she'd have to, she, she couldn't even walk um, down the... Uh, I mean, she would have trouble walking down the stairs. And so she, she would, you know, and in in where we have Bible study in the home, she would have trouble. So she would take the elevator. So then, and she would see her limping and stuff. She had experience in her home, and she had fell down. But she needed to call for, somebody to call for help. She needed to get to the hospital. But the door was closed, and uh, there was nobody around. Supernaturally, the door opened. And she coughed, and somebody heard her, and got her help. Several weeks later, this past week, she comes back to the Bible study and says, "I went to the doctor, walking good. The doctor said there's nothing wrong with my knee. (laughs) So I can't find anything wrong with my knee. Now, if you saw her the way she was walking before, so what happened, Jesus?" But what I'm trying to impress upon you, and man, though, in the, 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 the tears that flow, and it happens here, not just there, I'm just giving you an example, because this is just a, um, something that's recent, but sometimes during the worship, and tears are flowing. I'm, I'm, I'm getting something right now, that's why I'm pausing a little bit, but. Amen. But this, these are the kinds of things that happen um, in this ministry. And things that happen to people that don't even come here. Now most of these people in the Bible study, they don't attend the church. One time somebody invited them, at a t- when we had Connie Witter here, and, and, and they were saying, uh, yeah, Connie Witter will be there at like 10, uh, 10 o'clock because we had watched the video with Connie and I. Um, on Facebook, and we showed that to them, and they said, well, yeah, she'll be here on Sunday, uh, 10 o'clock, and uh, one of them said, uh, in the morning? (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I tell you what, man, we have all kind of stuff happening in that group, cussing, and, uh, but everybody just real, nobody trying to hide behind nothing, and they just tell it. Amen. I was talking about, I said, just talked about religion, how people go to church, and they, and they get beat up, and they're always told about that they're not good enough, that they don't measure up, and uh, I, I said, "How does that make you feel?" And one lady, she just shouted out, "It makes you feel like yes." She just said it, man. You know, it's just. But them words, they don't bother me because you know those, those people—they—they—they're being real and they're getting help, they're getting blessed, man, and they just—you can see them changing. Every, you know, man, it's, it's 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 so wonderful. Amen. Don, come come up here. Don, yeah. It's you praise the lord you're recovering and yeah man i'll tell you what just the anointing is all over you i was just going to hold this but i saw you and and uh and i saw you and i'm just gonna uh, uh, uh headaches maybe a migraine i don't know it could be a, a, a migraine heavy somebody's dealing with that right now it just keeps coming to me like a some kind of headache that you've been able to. It may not, uh, yeah, bothering you right now actually. And you are dealing with that. I want to. I want to minister to you, right now. And it's been. This is somebody that's, is kind of chronic. Is that the right word for it when it's like ongoing? Chronic. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm picking up. I, wanna, I have had chronic migraines. <laughs> okay. Well, I believe you'll have them no more. Okay. Just face me. I want to just uh, just hang on there for a minute. Any, anybody else you're dealing with? I think, I believe it's just somebody else who have been dealing with this. Um, I know sometimes people don't want to come down front, things like that, but that's uh, how bad you want to get rid of that thing. <laughs> just get rid of it, man. And you know, ain't no shame up in here. And nothing to be, nothing to be ashamed about. Jesus took that stuff too. you know, the, 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 what's going on with you? Man, it's, yeah, is it bothering you now? It comes and goes. It's finished work. You realize that? Man. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever, what, what, whatever you, what, what, what was your, what was your situation? Um, I had a emergency surgery on mm-hmm. my colon. Okay. We, we, we're just going to pray and believe for a rapid recovery what, what we're dealing with right now when I'm calling out says, uh, is the it's a word of knowledge that's a revelation of what's going on in the present we might as well talk about a couple of these gifts word of wisdom is a revelation of the future I know y'all waiting to fill those blanks in there's three revelation gifts you know, there are three categories of gifts. Revelation gifts. Three revelation gifts, they reveal something. It's the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. Three power gifts. Power gifts, they do something. Gift of faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings. And then there's three um, utterance gifts. They say something. Prophecy, discerning of spirits. Excuse me, no. Prophecy. Different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. So that's all you know to fill in. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands. Let's just, let's just get our eyes on Jesus right now. As he finished the work, it's easy. Like, it's, it's nothing, there's no performance. This is not a performance. It's not like, oh, let's see what's going to happen. It already happened. This happened 2,000 years ago. This, that makes this easy. The Bible says they should lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You don't have to lay hands. But that's just one, that's just one way. And uh, just, we, we just called out these things. And whatever is wrong with you right now, these headaches, gone. I call them gone in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive your healing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, Lord. I thank you for a rapid recovery. Thank you for, for your healing power flowing through her body, driving out every manner of sickness and ma- every manner of disease. Sickness does not belong to her, Lord. You anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who when he walked this earth, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Lord, I thank you that God is with us right now. I thank you for your healing power flowing through Dawn's body right now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You come back and give us that praise report. Amen. Headaches gone in Jesus' name. I command these headaches and the cause of them to go no longer coming and going but be gone forever in jesus name amen thank you lord in jesus name receive your healing i command these headaches and the cause of these headaches these head pains to leave her now in jesus name amen amen it's because of jesus was your head bothering you Today in this in this service, no, though, this kind of comes and goes. Come back and give us a praise report. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Y'all can be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, thank you, Jesus. What? It's almost twelve. What's time for us to go already? Man, I just been up here talking. But um. Whose foot's bothered you? Currently, right now. Yeah, let me let me let me, let me pray with you. In Jesus name. Watch this. Wow. Which which foot is it? Thank you, Lord Jesus. I mean, Carla, pray for it right now. Just, just pray for it right now. Is it you have pain in that foot right now? I commanded pain to put your hand on the I it. i commanded pain to leave her now. And you, you realize that's a finished work? I want you to see, see Jesus taking that foot pain on the cross. Thank you, Lord. I want you to walk down, walk down there and walk back. Thank you Give, giving God praise as you, as you go. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. Ooh, glory to God. Glory to God. What's happening with your feet now? What? You ain't saying nothing. You believe Jesus. He loves that kind of stuff. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So It's not the gift of knowledge. It's the word of knowledge. See, It's not a gift that you have all knowledge or you're smart. It's a word of knowledge. It it, it is a a revelation of what's going on in the the present. A word of wisdom is a revelation of the future. We'll talk more about that. Uh, It's just like when the the, the Syrians were attacking Israel one time and Elisha was uh, revealing the battle plans to the king of Israel. And the, the, the king of Syria said, Man, um, he thought that he had some, some uh, like a spy that was giving out their military secrets. He said, No, uh, one of his, his uh, people told him, He said, No, there's a, a prophet over there. His name is Elijah. He'll tell you what's going on in your bedroom. He thought he knew everything, but it wasn't. He just had a word of wisdom. And the difference between word of wisdom, word of knowledge, word of word of knowledge is revelation of the present. Word of wisdom is revelation of the future. He knew the future plans of where they would the Syrians were planning their attack, so they would avoid getting you know getting captured. So he had not all wisdom. He has a word, say a word of wisdom. A so word of wisdom is a revelation of the future. He didn't know what was going on in the king's bedroom. He only knew what God would reveal to him to help Israel. See? And so that about her foot, see, I didn't know anything about that. See, y'all know me. See, you can see stuff on TV, and I know there's charlatans, people who will uh, talk to people in advance and make it look like that they do stuff. That, that does happen and stuff like that. But y'all know me. Y'all know that that don't happen. I didn't, didn't even talk to her. And these people, that, uh, you, you want to know if it's real? Yeah, it's real. Because if God doesn't, just because we don't know about it, doesn't mean it's not real, right? And that's the reason why God doesn't want us to be what? Ignorant. And see, we're not ignorant. You know about it. See, God, see, see then you open yourself up for God to use you that way. What if somebody like you working with, and then they're, you know, uh, maybe laughing at you or whatever because of what you believe or whatever. But then you come in there and say, hey, you you, you you dealing with a headache? Well, how do you know that? See, this is not limited to ministers. But the first step is not to be ignorant about it. And what's the result of that? Um, see, it's the gifts of the Spirit are given for the profit of all. She profited because her that had been bothering her and all that medical stuff. See, I'm not a doctor. I don't know all that medical stuff. All I know is she was hurting and now she's not hurt, hurting no more. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give him praise. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.